Trice Talk Minipod for a Friday night, August the 13th, 2021, and I'm your host, Donald Wayne. Minipod, that gap filler between episodes of Trice Talk, a mini version, if you will, of our regular show, where I limit the subjects and the time for the show as well, at least most of the time. If you've listened to several Minipods, you know that I don't always limit the time. Well, it's always shorter than regular Tri-Stock series that we do. But certainly some are a little longer than others. Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out this Minipod episode. I hope everybody fared well today, considering it was, uh, you know, Friday the 13th. Uh, but if then if you're not superstitious... You probably weren't too concerned about it anyway. Uh, actually, this was the second and last Friday the 13th that we're going to have in 2021. So that should be a big sigh of relief for some of you. Uh, our last uh, Friday the 13th was back in May, I believe. And so we won't have another one until, um, uh, well, early next year. So we're good to go. Um Tonight, I'm just going to do, I'm just going to share one article with you, and it's one by the former Speaker of House, Newt Gingrich. Uh, let me tell the boys in the band to uh, take a break here. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, and uh, if you do not remember him, he was uh, Speaker of the House back during the Bill Clinton days, which as, I mean, it's, uh, let's see, what has that been? Well, it hasn't been, uh, yeah, it's just been a little over 20 years. So I guess that's not too bad, but, um, it's one that I found on the Epic times. And I think it's something that sums up a, a lot of our feelings about the whole woke media and, and how they treated the Olympics this year. Now, I don't know, uh, how widely, uh, how, how big of an audience that the Olympics, uh, had this year. I, I did not keep up with the, the stats on that. Uh, I think I said uh, originally that it was down some, at least in the opening ceremonies, but you know, so many of the, uh, uh, sporting events that we used to watch a lot of on TV, uh, people are, are moving away from because of 
wokeisms in this country because everybody is wanting to make sports political. So a lot of us have just decided we're not watching that crap anymore. You know, I mean, you, you watch the political stuff. Uh, you can watch it 24 seven if you want to. Uh, most people don't watch it that much unless you have to. Uh, so when you, you turn over to a football game or you, or a basketball game or baseball, hell, even soccer. Do you really want to see political uh, statements made during those games? Do you really want to see signage around the uh, arenas or the stadiums where they're conducting these games, reminding you about how politically we are divided in this country? Are we not entitled to, you know, two and a half to three hours of escapism from all that crap? I mean, that's what it used to be. It used to just be a fun time. The Olympics the same way. So, um, you know, this is an article that just talks about that aspect of the Olympics and the wokeisms of, of the liberal media and how they addressed the Olympics this year. So let me uh, pull that up over here. Make sure I get the right one. Like I think I said, this is from the Epic Times, and it's by Newt Gingrich. He goes on to say, now that the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games have concluded, it would be easy for the casual viewer to think that American patriotism and love of country is at an all-time low. Throughout the games, the woke liberal media continuously highlighted American athletes who refused to hold American flags, snubbed the national anthem, and denigrated the country they were sent to represent. But despite who the anti-American media chose to cover, there were many proud athletes who were thrilled to go to Tokyo and represent our country and our people on the world stage. When Naomi Graham stepped into the boxing ring in Tokyo, she was representing both her country and the U.S. Army. She's the first female U.S. active duty service member to compete as an Olympian. Graham, who was raised in North Carolina, joined the military as a young woman to take control of and improve her life. Before then, she was homeless. Graham said joining the American military was the best decision she ever made, and the message she had for young people was patriotic, clear, and quintessentially American. You can be anything you want to be. You can come from nothing and be an Olympian, she said. Tamira Mensa Stock, who is from Texas, hook them horns, <laughs> and is the daughter of a Ghanaian immigrant, became the first black American woman to win a gold medal in wrestling. In the news conference, which followed her win, Mensa Stock made it perfectly clear how she felt representing the United States on the mat. It feels amazing, she said. With tears in her eyes and Proudly wrapped in the American flag, she said, I love representing the U.S. I freaking love living there. I love it. 
And I'm so happy I get to represent USA. And if anybody, I'm sidebar here, anybody who saw that uh, clip of her accepting the award and her holding that American flag behind her and the tears running down her cheeks, you know, that is the way Americans used to act when they would represent our country. No matter what was going on here, that's what they did on the world stage because they were representing the good about the United States of America. But, you know, well, you know what's happened and what I just mentioned sports has turned into and even now into the Olympics. It's uh, seeped in and trying to take control to embarrass the very country that uh, helped get you trained and financed you going to the Olympics and you turn your back on them. So it was refreshing to see her do that and, and really tugged at my heart to see somebody that excited, not only that she won, but that she was representing a country that she loves. Edie Alvarez led the USA baseball team and carried the American flag for the uh, Team USA during the opening ceremonies. What did I say? Edie? Eddie. I'm sorry. Eddie Alvarez. His parents were Cuban immigrants who fled a communist dictatorship and came to the United States to seek a better life for themselves and their family. Alvarez told reporters before the ceremonies, I am a prime example of what the American dream is. To get this opportunity to lead Team USA is unbelievable. Really is just a symbol of the opportunity that my family came to this country in search of. To be able to lead Team USA is an absolute honor. In a later tweet, he wrote, thank you to everyone that honored me with this privilege. I will wave our colors proudly. Hashtag go team USA. Uh, Yaser or Yaser Ramirez is also a Cuban American Olympian. He reportedly learned fencing barefoot in Guantanamo, Cuba, because his family had no money for shoes, much less proper fencing equipment. He was able to come to America and compete because he won a U.S. visa lottery. Before he came to Tokyo, he told USAfencing.com, I never thought I would come to this country. Never, ever, ever. I wouldn't change my story for anything. And finally, Patrick Reed represented America on the golf course. He said his brother-in-law's military service in Afghanistan inspired him as he played for the United States. And he told the Golf Channel, soldiers are dying for us so we're able to sleep at night and feel safe and do what we do. And so for me to represent my country, anytime I can wear the red, white, and blue and support our troops and our country, I'm going to do it. So these are just a few of the Olympians who proudly represented America in Tokyo. They all had different backgrounds, challenges, inspiring stories, and reasons for being there. 
and they all represented America. Instead of focusing on these athletes who were proud, patriotic, and grateful for the opportunity to compete for our country, the woke media devoted hours of coverage and precious prime time to the few American athletes who specifically did not go to represent America. To the rest of the world, I'm sure this seemed totally confusing. But Americans understand the reason is simple. The woke media liberal, I'm sorry, the the woke liberal media doesn't represent us either. And that's the article by Newt Gingrich. So, yeah, I, I think it's, I said back, I guess, uh, the pre-games before the Olympics, you know, when some of the Olympians were acting up and refusing to, uh, you know, to rep- to uh, show respect to the United States, to the national anthem or to the flag. You had the one Olympian that turned her back uh, and uh, was disgusted because they played the national anthem. And she was told that it would not be played. So she was upset at them for it being played at that time. And you wonder, and I've probably said this before, but you wonder why in the world people would agree and even work that hard to represent a country that they can't stand or a country that they hate or a country that they think is so bad that they're not worth representing. Instead, they want to get on the stage and say how, you know, disrespect America because of some things that they don't agree with that goes on in this country. And and there are some bad things that go on in this country that people should not agree with. But that's not the purpose of the Olympics. That's not the platform that you stand there and discuss those things. Because this is about your abilities. This is about your achievements and what you can do as an Olympian, either as an individual or as a team. And if you do well and you win gold medals, uh, surely there will be people who come and talk to you outside of the arena and ask your opinions about things. But that particular moment when, when the very people that have supported you and helped you train, even though that's your individual efforts that you put into to getting there to the Olympics and competing in the Olympics, but still you had to have support. You still had to have help to get there. And that support came from the United States. And you put that uniform on for the United States. So I, uh, I like that article. It was short, but it, it kind of summed up and I really didn't watch much of the coverage, uh, uh, the, the stuff that the woke media would say, uh, when they would uh, talk to these disgruntled athletes. But um, I think Newt Gingrich nailed it right on the head. Instead of showing these people that showed their pride, you know, which ones carry more weight? I guess that's up for you to decide, right? All right, that's going to do it. This is probably the shortest Benny pod that I've ever done. I just wanted to leave you with that special thought tonight. Um, 
Because I think it's a good one. I think occasionally we need to have a positive end. All right, let me get back over here. <laughs> da, 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 da. So um, we announced a contest last night, Dennis Lee and I did, about uh, the secret word which we actually gave you during the podcast, or I gave you during the pod podcast. Podcast? I don't think we did a podcast. Um, and so that was for you to take that secret word and text it to either one of the uh, uh, Twitter accounts, either mine at uh, Tristalk uh, WG Moon or uh, Tristalk d lee and text the word patriot to either one of us and then you'll be entered in to uh or you'll be well you'll be entered into the pot to be the drawing for the person to win the book by mark levin american communism all right um any other, let's see. So I'll be back tomorrow night with a, probably a little bit longer mini pod. And, uh, then of course, Sunday night, Dennis Lee, and I'll be back with another episode of Trice talk Sunday night. It will not be live. Uh, we mentioned, uh, last night as well, a Thursday night that, uh, we're going to try to start doing live broadcast on Sunday at uh, Sunday, <laughs> had Sunday on my mind on Thursday only for a while. We'll, we'll see how that works for us with our schedules and so forth. And then uh, maybe uh, when we get a few other changes made in our show, we may go back to uh, maybe doing two live shows a week. Who knows? We keep playing with this thing until we can find a comfort level. But I hope everybody will uh, tune in for uh, another episode of Minipod and Trice Talk. So until then, let me get this other, uh, I got to get this set up until <laughs> it's, this is not easy when, when you're doing it by yourself. Whoops. I think I lost the, uh, I think I lost the song that I was going to use to close out with. Well, how about that? Are you serious? Don't you hate it when those things happen? I just had it a minute ago and uh, it has disappeared. So I guess I'll have to go to one of these others. All right. <laughs> so keep your eyes open and your mind sharp, everybody. And most of all, stay safe and pay attention.
Oh, my God.